serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got some messages that came in on our Montana Talks app here. Uh, let's see, we were talking about our southern border and more in the 6 o'clock hour of the show. We also got a phone call from Nancy in Roundup. Uh, Morgan in Helena messaged us this. Nancy mentioned amnesty in the spending bill, uh, the Senate spending bill that's being talked about. It would be good to hear the details on that and have Senator Daines address it. Is this breaking news? That's the question from Morgan and Helena. Morgan, I, I meant to mention this already, especially as we were chatting with Nancy, but we had so much fun uh, joking about some other things as well. But actually, Senator Steve Daines is going to join us later this morning on the show. And so, yeah, this is one one topic that, that we will cover. Uh, he's going to be with us in our statewide 9 o'clock hour of the show It'll be just a quick conversation this time. I do want to get him in, uh, taking phone calls and have him on for a longer amount of time in our nine o'clock hour here soon. I know, I know he took Nancy's phone call, uh, recently, uh, uh, on the radio. And so, so, uh, so we look to give you that same opportunity, uh, here soon. But given all the big news right now, following the Iowa caucuses, uh, the border, uh, you know, negotiations on Capitol Hill, uh, and, and everything going on in the Middle East right now. Yes, certainly we want to take the advantage of this opportunity to chat with Senator Steve Daines. Uh, so that will happen later this morning. So we will uh, bring up this uh, topic. Let's see. Amy and Helena, I heard Nancy from Roundup saying she wants the border wall built. I would agree that the border wall should have been finished. Does she know that Biden has been selling off sections of border wall that had not been installed? I'm sure she does. Uh, he has been selling them at scrap prices. This is how much he hates America. That's from Amy and Helena. You know, Amy, uh, on a related note, remember when they were building the Keystone XL pipeline in Montana? The first uh, the first county in the United States of America that the Keystone pipeline entered this country, came in from Canada, was in Phillips County, Montana, just north of Malta. That's where the pipeline first entered. They built in fact, when, when we were interviewing, um, when we were in Malta and we were talking with locals that were complaining about, you know, the out-of-staters tearing up the roads, you know, too many out-of-state hunters, one person made a great remark. They said, they said, you know, the one road that's really, really nice that hasn't been torn up by out-of-state hunters in Phillips County, it's the road they built when they were building the Keystone XL pipeline. And so I made the remark uh, during that show from Malta. I said, imagine how many more nice roads Phillips County would have had. Uh, McCone County would have had, Valley County would have had, you know, Fallon County would have had. Imagine how many nice roads they would have had if we had 65 to $100 million a year coming in thanks to the Keystone XL pipeline that John Tester and Joe Biden stopped. And uh, but, but tied in with Amy's remarks about the border wall and being uh, sold as scrap metal, they did the, practically the same thing with the Keystone XL pipeline. There was pipe already laid in the ground. And they went in and pulled the pipe out of the ground. And, uh, and, and that, again, it goes back to the point. They, they don't want you to have the ability to ever get that thing back up and running again. So they want to pull the pipe out that was already laid. Absolutely despicable what's been taking place in this country, thanks to Liberal Senator John Tester. Great guest in studio after this, and then the phone lines will be open for you later in the hour. Here is your Montana news. I'm sorry to say the worst has occurred in the case of the missing Megan Stedman, an estranged boyfriend admitted to her murder. Chris Foyles is currently held without bond in Bonneville County Jail in Idaho. 
Car 8 reports that when Stedman's old RV was found in Idaho Falls on January 12th, their police established surveillance on it while waiting for Montana detectives to arrive. Foyles exited the vehicle. When police approached, he immediately confessed to killing Stedman and that her body was inside. A positive identification had been made with the fish skeleton tattoo on the wrist. According to his affidavit, Foyles and Stedman came to Idaho Falls days before Christmas. A couple weeks ago, the pair argued and Foyles worried she would contact police. Turns out there is a no contact order between them. So he used a kitchen knife and stabbed her in the neck and chest, then left her for dead in the back of the RV. When he heard Megan hit the back window for help, he went back and stabbed her multiple times in the back. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. Most of cloudy skies today and some light snow shower activity in the area at times as well. As temperatures will stay back at around 21 for highs across the Billings area at about 32 in Bozeman. Snow accumulation staying an inch or less. For tonight, periods of light snow an inch or two with lows of around two above. Highs of 10 to 14 on Thursday. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we're going to get uh, back into your phone calls here uh, in just a few minutes. We'll have open phones, anything and everything you want to talk about here on this show, and then we'll have, have some open phones time in the 8 o'clock hour of the program as well. Tim and Savage messaged us on the Montana Talks app. We, we were joking with Nancy about how, you know, we're going to start, we're all going to start doing a big trip where, you know, we'll, we'll organize a Montana Talks uh, travel and we're all going to head to like Central America or somewhere. Uh, and, uh, and Tim and Savage says, did you say that we're all going to fly somewhere? Come on, man. Think of the children. We aren't John Kerry. If we travel, it better be an EV. It better be an electric vehicle. Think of the children, the children. Anyway, Tim, thanks for that message. Dr. Dale Williams with Billings Last Diet in the house. And uh, Doc, I tell you what, I'm very excited to see you because I, I did my, my first week of my you know annual tune-up, or sometimes I'll do a couple tune-ups a year. And man, great weigh-in. Kind of what we were thinking might happen because you know I, I talked with you before Christmas. I said, hey, I'm putting on some pounds. Um, even putting on a little bit of fat because I, I'm trying to, you know, put on some more muscle. I'm trying to build more muscle. And you know what happens when you work out more, you want to eat more, but, but in order to build muscle, you have to do a little bit of that, right? Yeah. You have to have, you have to have the calories available. And so, uh, if you watch bodybuilders, just look how much they eat as they're building muscle, um, because it takes calories and protein. And so... Now, if you want to lean up like a bodybuilder will before a show, then they'll 
cut those carbs and they go into pretty much Billings Last Diet's protocol <laughs> in order to cut the fat. To get ready for a show and, and look really cut and everything like that. And, and you know, I'm not trying to look cut. And I know most of our listeners are, aren't trying to look cut. We're just, we just want to be healthy. We yeah. just, you know, we just want to, you know, when we show up for our annual physicals, have the doctor say, wow, your numbers look great. And, and that heart risk is low. You know, the, the risk for diabetes is lower, all, all that. And we just want to feel better. Yes, pe- people, our listeners, they just want to be around for their kids and their grandkids. And they know how important that is to lose the weight and, and really have a more healthy lifestyle. But yeah, I did my, my first weigh in with my diet coach, Jen, on. On Monday after just one week of my tune-up and I, I can't remember if it was 6.1 or 6.7 pounds of fat just shed off in the first week alone and I was I was real strict about following you know my phase one protocol too and and so man it was just just so cool that but I but I could I could feel it I could see it and then to see it on the scale and and borne out it's just it's so encouraging and and you did mention while we were off air that you had that little bit of a taste in your mouth that weird taste in your yeah mouth. that's that's ketones that means you're in ketosis, and so you kicked into ketosis pretty quick in that within that first week, and it's because your body's used to burning fat. Now you've you've developed a lifestyle where uh, you're eating fairly healthy most of the time, and your body says, "I can keto adapt. I can kick into ketosis and utilize fat as a source of energy." A lot of people aren't that uh, aren't that uh, in tune, or their body isn't that used to burning fat for a source of energy and so that's what we do at billings last night we help you help your body figure out how to burn fat for a source of energy instead of using the simple carbs that we're eating in our typical diet yeah and uh you know it was kind of cool so yesterday i was i was out in warden we were doing our show from on the rocks a, a new restaurant out there open about six months but they got incredible uh certified angus beef on their menu and so, man, Mitch, the GM, he's bringing out, he brought out, you know, some filet mignon, he brought out some some sirloins and everything. And so I had some samples of the beef, but, but hey, that, you know, it, it, you know, it, you know I've, I've got to keep it within limits while I'm in phase one, but. All hey, within protocol. That was my, that was my protein for, for the day. My, yeah. you know, my, my source of, of real meat, real food protein for the day. And then I've got uh, protein packets uh, that that I supplemented uh, the rest of the day. So like, there's these little pizza curl things. You, yeah. Have you eaten the pizza curls? Yeah, those are really good. Um, they're like these little uh, pizza flavored pizza curl uh, snacks, but they're protein and they got a good crunch to them. Yeah, yeah. spicy. And normally, I'm not a sweets guy. Like, I'd rather have you know cheese and and summer sausage as a snack. But when I'm on the diet, you know, I think you kind of crave sugar because mm-hmm. your body is burning that fat, so your body's thinking that it might need the sugars. So I got the Rice Krispie Treat style um, yeah. protein thing. The vanilla Krispie Square. Yeah, yeah. and that mm-hmm. thing's good, and, and yeah. it's great. And then uh, I forget what the other one. Um, and then they have these, like, strawberry wafers yeah. uh, that remind you of the old uh, wafer-thin things, whatever those are. And so, yeah, so it's, it's nice because you've got all of these. It's like a grocery store when you walk in there of protein products. So it'd be so easy to get burnt out on some of the stuff that you might just find on a, on a grocery store shelf. And... The variety, there's a huge variety, and another way that we help with the variety of that is um, when you're on protocol, you're using uh, the products, but you can get a variety of the products even. So if you need, uh, when you're on protocol, you have three boxes of food per week, but you can get a variety of 21 different envelopes, so you can have 21 different varieties of foods. So 
keep it changed up to where it doesn't get too boring. I, I even noticed, uh, you know, when you do these tune-ups, you notice how you'll pick up some bad habits, just as everybody does. Or, or even not bad habits, but you'll just pick up some habits. Yeah. So if before I was religious about using protein shakes for my coffee creamer or sugar-free creamer for my coffee creamer, which still has a lot of fat in it, but at least it's sugar-free um, – well, then you, throughout the year, you'll start to slip and say, I'm going to use the sugar one and not the sugar-free one or not the protein shake one. Well, then you look at that and you're like, okay, the serve, it has this many grams of sugar in a serving. But look at what a serving is. It's like a tablespoon or two tablespoons of this stuff. So if throughout the day you're – Double or tripling it. Right? Yeah, and right. if throughout the day you're pouring that stuff in there, look at how much sugar you've, been, you've added to your diet without even realizing it. You've drinking, you know, how much uh, cans of pop – just in coffee creamer alone. It's the good thing about the tune-up is um, the tune-up does not only tunes up where your current weight's at, it also tunes up your lifestyle and, and make you realize just uh, what you are consuming. Well, we got to tune into the Farm and Ranch Report, and then we'll in uh, a quick follow-up with Dr. Dale Williams right after this, and then we'll get to. This is where Montana talks at with Lane Nordland. Winter weather definitely making its presence known here in January 2024. But are you like me and are frustrated when you look at your phones or computers and the weather apps that you have on those smart devices? And it just seems that the weather reports that are on your phones just aren't very accurate. Agricultural meteorologist with Nutrient Ag Solutions, Andrew Pritchard, says... That's all because it's a computer model. Again, it's convenient, it's nice, but you are opening up a computer model and looking at its verbatim output. And so that's why it's often wrong. It's often changing frequently because, hey, in six hours, 12 hours, that model is going to run again. It's going to have a totally different forecast. So it's nice. They're tools. I'm not going to, you know, slam them or anything, but you have to understand that it is just a direct computer forecast. No one's looked at it to say whether or not it makes sense, and that is why they are always changing and, and why they're sometimes wrong. And, and for farmers and ranchers and, heck, anyone that lives in a rural area, we're dependent on accurate weather forecasts. That's why I depend on our real individuals, those forecasters and meteorologists that share the vital information about weather here in rural Montana on this local radio dial. I'm Lane Northland. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right. I was talking about our, our southern border, and then we had so many great messages come in on our Montana Talks app. There, there's one more uh, uh, southern border news clip that I want to share with you. I think uh, Brett Baer on Special Report, he was he was interviewing a, uh, a Biden campaign surrogate who was spewing out all the, uh, the, the talking points from the, the Joe Biden campaign. And, and Brett Baer was like, but wait a minute. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? And oh, by the way, basically, Brett Baer was listing off all of the Trump border policies that worked that Joe Biden put a stop to. 
And and then the guy eventually just gets to the point where he just is like standing there with nothing to say other than go back to rehashing the talking points that were printed out for him by the, the Biden White House. Uh, anyway, I want to play that uh, soundbite for you here shortly. Then we'll get back into your phone calls. 406-294-0970. But uh, Dr. Dale Williams Billings last night, we've been talking about my tune-up. And obviously, hey, if there's folks out there that, that want to do a quick tune-up, they've done Billings last night before, and maybe they put on 5, 10 pounds over the past six months or the year or so, hey, you can get a hold of Billings last night, get your tune-up going. And if you haven't been doing your monthly check-in, I would encourage you just do a once-a-month once check-in, 15 minutes with your diet coach. That's what helps keep me on track. Uh, or if you're somebody who... You know, you've got 100 pounds to lose. You've got 20, 30 pounds to lose. And, and it's just weighing you down in, in more ways than one. And you're just getting depressed. Get a hold of them because I'm telling you, it, they're going to be able to help you out. In fact, Doc, you got a, a, a seminar taking place today at noon and then yep. another one tomorrow night. Yeah, another one tomorrow night at, uh, at 6 or 6.15. We have another class. So billingslastdiet.com, you can find when the, when the seminars are and learn about the program. We'd love to have people come learn how to get healthy and to stay healthy for the rest of their life. Yeah, and the number is 294-6751 if you want to call in and sign up or go to their billingslastdiet.com website. You can even go on their Facebook page and watch uh, some, some videos of some past seminars as well. You, you bet, yep. All right. Uh, so yeah, so, so give them a call. Get signed up for that. They've got a remote. I know there's we've got a lot of listeners uh, outside of Billings, and so they've got a remote option for you as well. Although although i got to say, in-person is always the best, especially yeah. with your diet coaches. You know, it's it's funny how just knowing that you're going to face somebody. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, because I've, I've, I've done Billings Last Diet for five years now, so I could figure out a way, you know, I know what to eat, when to eat it, and, and how to do the whole program. I've got it memorized by now. But when you know you're going to see your diet coach for a weigh-in on Monday morning. You tune up. Well, and, and you're like, when you open that fridge and you see that, that pepper jack cheese, you're like, you know what? I'm going to save the pepper jack cheese for after my tune-up. I don't need it right now. And right. then when you see the cinnamon rolls that the kids got out, it's like, I don't need that right now. I'll, yep. I'll have a little bite of that after my tune-up, uh, after the SHOT Show in Las Vegas. You know, Very good. <laughs> well, Doc, great to see you. Thanks for all you and your team does. Good. Congratulations on your tune-up. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, what uh, next Monday's uh, weigh-in looks like. And then I might just keep it going through Las Vegas uh, you know, depending on, and uh, although my numbers might be so good that I don't need to do a week three, but, but you know, in, in Vegas, I don't want to be spending a bunch of money on food and everything anyway. So uh, that's crazy. You can save money while you're dieting. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> yep. That's, that's how it kind of works, you know, and it's good to say no to things, especially when you're in Vegas. Yes. <laughs> All right, doc. Good to see you. Thanks for dropping in. Uh, by the way, Hey, if, if you or somebody, you know, is going to be in Las Vegas for the shot show next week, the world's biggest guns in outdoor gear show where to find us and where to find other Montanans at the SHOT Show 2024 in Las Vegas. I've got that story posted on our Montana Talks website right now. Uh, this will be our, what, is it third year? Third year or fourth year? Third year, I think, making a trip to Vegas for the SHOT Show. Man, or is it the fourth year? Anyway, we've, we've run into some great folks down there like Skinner Sites out of St. Ignatius, Shield Arms at a Big Fork. And other Montana gun and outdoor companies like Stone Glacier and Mystery Ranch. But it's also kind of a who's who uh, of the guns and gear world and politics. You'll often see members of the Trump family cruising through the show just like another attendee. And we've had uh, we've gotten to catch up with live on the show Sebastian Gorka. 
Johnny Joey Jones from Fox News, Dana Lash. In fact, her radio, her national uh, syndicated radio show comes on after Montana Talks in Missoula on our affiliate KMPT. So that's kind of cool. So we got to catch up with her uh, last year and, and so many others. And then, of course, this year we look forward to seeing Brixtel Defense and Olympus Arms. Both companies just announced major manufacturing news for Glendive and Helena, respectfully. And then I know the, the Montana Department of Commerce and the governor host this uh, Montana breakfast uh, that they do. Now, it's, 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 it's Wednesday of next week. It's one week from today. Now, the challenge is, is we're live on the radio at that time when the Montana breakfast is going on. So I got a conflict. Now I'm like, man, I want to go see everybody at the Montana breakfast. Because, you know, it's hard to get everybody into one spot because there's there's literally Montana companies sprawled out across the, the Caesars Palace Forum, across the Venetian and the Sands Expo Center. There's no way you could go see everybody. So I'm, I, I'd like to go see everybody all in one room. But we got a show to do. But I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe we'll just uh, Travis. He's going to have to exercise that 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 finger on the red uh, button in his studio maybe we'll just leave john jackson alone on the microphone for a little while what do you guys think <laughs> that'd be a ton of fun wouldn't it uh yeah, and i'll go have breakfast uh, and you guys just have fun and and uh, we'll see you in a few fox news i'm chris foster Supreme Court hears arguments this morning in a case about the power of federal agencies. The case is being brought by lawyers for fishermen who troll the Atlantic for herring and object to a maritime agency's law put in place to prevent overfishing. Their attorneys are asking the court to overturn its own 1984 decision in a case that's become known as the Chevron deference, one of the most cited cases in U.S. law. And doing away with the president could affect regulations in many other areas. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Tonight's Republican debate is canceled with Nikki Haley saying she'll only debate now if former President Trump is there or later against President Biden. Ron DeSantis would be the only one on stage tonight. I think that she doesn't want to debate because the last debate that we did together, you know, didn't go well for her. That's just that's just the reality. I understand that. He, Haley, and Trump have campaign events in New Hampshire today. The primary there is in six days. America's listening to Fox News. All right, here's the other soundbite regarding our southern border that I want to share with you here. Uh, Brett Baer on special report. I think the DailyCaller.com had this story. Let me see. Yeah, here we go. Dem campaign official sits in silence as Brett Baer lists the Trump-era border policies that Biden flipped. Again, DailyCaller.com has this story uh, and the Fox News video. Of course, we are your Fox News radio affiliate here. 1450 KMMS Bozeman, 970 KBUL Billings. Who was he interviewing here? Uh, oh, it was the uh, principal deputy campaign manager, Quentin Folks. How do you become the principal deputy campaign manager? Just, uh, like, isn't being the deputy campaign manager? Oh, no, now you have to be the principal deputy campaign manager it reminds me of the daily show with john stewart when they'd make fun of all these journalists that that uh, couldn't get a pay raise so instead they got a title raise well i'm the senior deputy bureau chief correspondent uh you know bootlicker uh bureau chief uh, blah 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 it's like okay i get it buddy they wouldn't pay you more money because they're a bunch of cheapskates so instead you wanted a title promotion because you just want to see yourself on tv anyway <laughs> so, so this guy is the principal 
deputy campaign manager. Well, where's the superintendent campaign manager? Last night in Iowa, immigration was the number one issue. Uh, that's a Republican caucus. However, independents and Democrats now list immigration high on the on their list as well of issues that are important to them. They do call it a crisis. The president does not. Neither does the Department of Homeland Security secretary. And if you look at the Trump administration time handling the border versus what the Biden administration is doing with the border and the policies that they've changed, it seems like a weak for the campaign. Well, first of all, Brett, what I would say about uh, immigration is that we have to look back. Donald Trump had four years uh, to do something on the border, um, and he did nothing. Um, and then right now, what we have, uh, in fact, Donald Trump put uh, immigrants in cages. He separated families, worked at the president. Joe Biden has gotten to work, okay. still putting those families back together. But when it comes to Hold on, wait a second. You're, you're not saying that the, the situation on immigration and the border is better under the Biden administration than it is under the Trump administration? Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying to you is that President Biden took office, uh, sent a comprehensive immigration reform package to Congress. They have refused to pass it or do anything on it. They are grandstanding and playing he's political games. He switched to remain in issue. Mexico. Remain in Mexico policy, he flipped. Uh, release, catch and release, he flipped. Uh, he changed Donald, the border Donald Trump situation. Donald Trump Donald Trump rounded up immigrants, separated families, and put them in cages. That's not how we treat human beings. There are days. more kids Biden, in President custody Biden. under the Biden administration than there were under the Trump administration. Do you President know that? Biden. And so, listen, you have to concede that immigration is a vulnerability for the Biden campaign. Yeah, good job by Brett Baer there. Yeah, remember the kids in cages? Remember when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez went down to the border and, and cried? The kids in cages photo that the Associated Press ran with to go after Trump was a photograph from the O-O-O-Obama administration. That's when, that's when the kids in cages photo. Anyway, these people are nuts. Securing America. U.S. forces launched a strike against Iranian-backed Houthi rebels based in Yemen Tuesday taking out four ballistic missiles which American forces felt were ready to be used against merchant ships in the Red Sea. Tuesday's action was the latest in a series of coalition strikes. During a briefing, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby was asked how successful they've been. We believe that we did have a good effect with those strikes in terms of disrupting and degrading their capability uh, uh, to conduct military uh, offensive operations. Kirby says that American forces remain prepared for any retaliatory attacks. We stand ready to defend our interests, our sailors, our ships, and that of merchant shipping um, as required. And he adds the next step is actually up to the Houthis. We're not looking for a war. We're not looking to expand this. Uh, uh, Houthis have uh, a choice to make, uh, and uh, they still have time to make the right choice, which is to stop these reckless attacks. Give me your rescue. Fox News. Taking your calls live, 406-294-097. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, this one's just bad. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, you know, hey, if you call Travis on the studio number to call in, he'll he'll tell you what. He'll tell you why. I just can't do it. This one's bad. Uh, the Babylon Bee went there. I can't believe even the Babylon Bee went there with this one. 
Uh, so, you know, the Babylon Bee, it's it's funny, it's comedy, it's satire. And, and by the way, Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, will be in uh, the headliner for the Billings Christian Schools fundraising banquet next month. So you're going to want to get a ticket for that. You're going to want to get, if you, you know, if you've got the ability through your company or, or yourself to, to purchase a full table and bring your friends, you're going to want to do that if they still got some full tables available. Uh, but uh, so, you know. Donald Trump, just this massive victory in the Iowa caucuses. So Vivek Ramaswamy drops out. And, you know, they they had a little bit of a tiff over the weekend. uh, But now they're all good and they were on the stage together. And so so uh, people are wondering, will will Donald J. Trump, uh, you know, make Vivek Ramaswamy? Will will he uh, give him a job in the in a Trump White House or maybe make him a cabinet member? The Babylon Bee has a headline, Trump promises Vivek an administration position running the White House. Uh, and uh, then there's more to it. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. I, that, John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, may not even g- have gone there if he was with us in studio today. But he's going to be with us uh, not just one day next week. At least three days next week, uh, he's going to be sidekicking with us uh, for the shot show coverage next week, which really helps out because uh, because here's the deal. As you guys know, you know, yesterday we had a great program. We did the show on the road in, in Warden, Montana, and got to see a bunch of great listeners. And it was a ton of fun. And, and we had a bunch of great guests join us. And then we had just some listeners show up that hopped on the microphone as well. And but when I when I take the show on the road, it's really hard to take phone calls. Even even schedule guests over the phone because I get feedback in my headset and 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 then you know I, it's just I don't have the controls in front of me and so it just is just awkward. Um, I mean you can sneak them in onesie twosies, but for four hours of a morning show, it's just and then not just not just for one day of a four hour talk show, but three days in a row. Now in this now at the shot show, you're surrounded by incredible guests to talk to, but the problem is. They're not there at five o'clock in the morning, Las Vegas time, because Vegas is an hour behind us right now. And and sometimes, yeah, you can get a Gorka. You can you can go over and, and trash talk. Hey, Gorka, get over here. Bring your back pain here and talk on the radio. You can you can do some trash talk and get them on the radio. But it's hard to do it when you're stuck in the chair talking on the radio and then and then trying to stay up on the news at the same time, you know. And so uh, so having somebody there to to, to cross talk with, to sidekick with, because, man, even even if we didn't have any guests join us for the entire four hours next week, uh, we'd have fun just sitting there BS. And we were joking last year. It was like we, we looked back at one point. And we had this lady from the V.A., there was a, uh, a lady who does public affairs for the for the V.A., for the national V.A., and she was down there, you know, kind of promoting some of their efforts uh, to combat veteran suicide. And and I think she was an Air Force veteran, if I remember right. But we joked because, you know, we were sitting there chatting with her off air. And then we looked back and we've got like this stack of empty water bottles behind us because, you know, we're just sitting at this, you know, we're sitting at, at our booth for, you know, four hours a day at least. And there's just a stack of empty water bottles behind us, and uh, and we were joking about, man, it's it's almost like we have our own little Humvee in Iraq or Afghanistan here because we're just throwing empty water bottles in the back seat like like it's nothing. 
like you, that's how you, that's what you had to do when it was 120 degrees in Iraq, right? You just keep drinking water and chuck the empties in the back seat, clean up later. And then the lady from the VA, you could tell she's a veteran. She she jokes. She says, "Well, at least they're not yellow and filled full of something." I was like, "That's a very good point." Because, uh, yep, <laughs> we had to do that. In uh, in Iraq, especially given the sniper threat in Ramadi back in uh, in oh five oh six, I know our firefighter buddy Travis uh, uh, out there knows what I'm talking about uh, on that one. All right, four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you. Uh, earlier, I had uh, one of our listeners message us on the Montana Talks app. Hey, Aaron, did you hear about this threat that was sent to some school employees? What's the word on that? And basically, at least uh, our kids' uh, public schools sent out a message uh, saying that they believe that it is a hoax. Uh, my wife made the funny point, by the way. My wife was the one who says, you know, this is just getting ridiculous, you know, because you always get these threats and, and is school going to get shut down? Well, the school district said it's a hoax. And, and in school district two in Billings, they're going to have normal school uh, today. After they determine this message is a hoax, a hoax. Uh, Tim and Savage, who's the uh, you know county school superintendent out in Richland County, he said the same thing. You know, they got the same message and they, you know, checked it with, uh, you know, they 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 ran that up the chain and determined, you know, got the determination it was a hoax as well. But but my wife made a really good point. Good point here. So in this message, uh, the the threat. Uh, claims to come from an individual representing a terror organization in the Middle East. It, it, she made a good point. Notice that it's not folks pretending to be Israelis threatening an attack because nobody would believe that, right? They were like, oh, come on. The, the, the Jewish people are friendly. They're our friends. Israel is a peaceful country uh, until they get attacked by terrorists, of course. Uh, I thought that was just a, a really good point. And uh, uh, anyway, um, I, I want to talk more about the Middle East here in just a second because uh, uh, there's uh, some red on red violence going on right now. A couple of different red on red violence uh, stories to share with you. One is literal. Iran uh, is attacking targets inside of Pakistan. Remember, after a, a Sunni extremist group took responsibility for the the terror attack at the Qasem Soleimani uh, memorial inside of Iran. Well, it was the it, it wasn't Israel that did that. It wasn't us that did that. It was a a Sunni extremist group. Now, for those of you who are familiar with the Muslim religion, there's uh, Sunnis and there's Shiites. The uh, Iran is typically uh, Shiite. It is a Shiite-dominated country, uh, and so. Uh, so anyway, so so it was a Sunni extremist group that attacked inside the the Shiite Iran, and so now so now you got red on red. You got uh, Iran attacking in targets inside of Pakistan. Well, let's just jump into it since I'm already uh, down this down this path here. The other red on red story is is more figurative. Liberal Senator John Tester, he's playing both sides of this whole Middle Eastern conflict, isn't he? He's playing both sides. That's what two step Tester does. That's what that's what the fake, phony, moderate, flip flop, flat top does. He plays both sides, especially in an election year. So you think about it. John Tester is the guy who has supported the Iranian nuclear deal. That's why they called him Tehran John. He is he is he has been supporting the Biden administration every step of the way. They released 
billions and billions of dollars to Iran. They took off uh, sanctions against Iran. They took away a foreign terrorist designation against the Houthis, which are the Iranian proxies in the Middle East, launching attacks on our sailors and on our ships and on commercial vessels as well. You know, John Tester, you know, I mean, he's Tehran John for a reason. So so he, he's all about the foreign aid for all these other foreign countries. And, and the Democrats are giving money to the Palestinian, the Hamas terrorists. But then he claims to support Israel. He's trying to play both sides because it's an election year. He's the flip-flop flat top. Well, apparently the liberal left... The liberal left that is very anti-Israel, that really is the base of the Democrat Party anymore, unfortunately. They are anti-Israel. Used to be bipartisan support for Israel, but unfortunately the, 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 the base of the Democrat Party, especially in places like Missoula, is anti-Israel. Where apparently they showed up, uh, it's MT for Palestine, showed up at a tester fundraiser and started peppering them with questions. And they got thrown out of there like they were, you know, uh, a rebel news reporter questioning John Kerry at a, a World Economic Forum summit. Yeah, we got a problem. You know, I'm telling you, I'm just saying you're losing thousands of votes. Thousands of votes of young voters. Just young voters, very important. I'm running for my kids and my grandkids. Who are the generation. Why are you listening to them, then? Ultimately, it's your call. I mean, it's your call. You're the chair of the Senate. Okay. Will you call for a ceasefire? Last time we had one of these. 30,000 of my people have been murdered, and you are supporting... You are supporting that by funding Israel. How you're ignoring me because you don't want to talk about this issue publicly. You will not recognize the genocide of my people. Yeah, so they're throwing that guy out, but I can't blame him for that one. That nut job, murder. It's not murder. It's war. And your people launched a vicious, brutal terrorist attack. The worst attack. Since the Holocaust on Jewish civilians slaughtering babies, slaughtering women, raping women, gunning down entire families. And now there is a war. And terrorists are being killed in that war. And tragically, like any war, there is collateral damage. The same thing was done to the Nazis in, in Germany and fascists elsewhere. And the same thing is being done to the fascists, the Islamo-fascists in the Middle East right now. So, so lecture us again about... Your people. But John Tester is playing both sides here, and he's selling America out in the process. Fox News commentary. A loose-knit circle of so-called public interest groups and lawmakers are already working behind the scenes to undermine a Trump presidency 2.0. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. I'm Dana Perino, and this is Perino on Politics. Dana Perino, co-host of The Five and co-anchor of America's Newsroom, returns to Fox News Audio with a brand new podcast, Perino on Politics. Listeners of Everything Will Be Okay will be thrilled by the return of a familiar voice, but with a fresh spin as Dana guides audiences through the 2024 election cycle. Make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts and leave a rating and review. According to sources of NBC News, a network of so-called public interest groups, lawmakers, and Pentagon insiders are already working behind the scenes and in the swamp to undermine Trump should he become commander-in-chief once again. They told NBC they are worried Trump would surround himself with loyalists that would do his bidding. To prevent that, they are already working behind the scenes in the shadows and in the swamp to foil those efforts. Specifically, they are working to keep Trump, who would be the commander-in-chief, from commanding the military. They plan to stop President Trump in his tracks, first by pressuring potential Trump appointees and 
merely letting them know the potential ramifications of their potential actions. Yeah, that sounds like a coup because it is. The swamp is terrified of Donald Trump, but actually they are terrified of you, the American voters. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show. Tommy Lahren is fearless at Outkick.com. This is the Montana Economic Minute. The calendar says that 2035 is just 11 years away. That's the year California says they'll require all new cars and trucks to be EVs. Every week it seems that somebody, a company, a country, or an international conference is announcing a bold new goal for carbon emissions for some future year ending in a zero or five. But you don't hear very much about how it's supposed to happen or how much it'll cost. That's why we chose the Green Energy Transition as the focus of our economic outlook programs this year, to try to understand what it'll take to change over energy and transportation to zero emission technologies. One thing is clear, replacing fossil fuel energy production with zero emissions will involve building lots of stuff which in turn requires energy, materials, labor, and expertise. Power production from sources like wind requires stringing power lines. It's estimated that the size of the transmission grid will have to double in coming years, and demand for minerals will double as well. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. This is where Montana talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, so this is the story that I was going to get to before we went down the red-on-red violence uh, path there, talking about uh, John Tester playing both sides and, you know, and then Iran attacking targets inside of Pakistan. So, we, you know, we had to share those two red-on-red violence stories. But this is the, uh, the violent book on the shelves of libraries, uh, school libraries, by the way, not uh, not just, you know, the, the city libraries. But uh, this was a story that I wanted to get to here. Uh, let's see. We've got an update here. So how many of you, did any of you um, go to our Montana Talks website? I, I can't remember if I had this story. I think I, I posted it last Friday. Sometimes things will get buried on a Friday. But did you did you see the story about the book Assassination Classroom? that is on school bookshelves in Laurel and in Billings and likely probably else I'm, I'm assuming it's also on books uh, you know school library shelves in Bozeman potentially I mean if it's happening in Billings and Laurel uh, you you think it's in Missoula it's probably in Bozeman too right but anyway um, here's an update on that story Billings school panel to recommend uh, taking assassination classroom uh, off of the shelves in the school library a panel appointed by the Billings School Board recommended Monday that the book Assassination Classroom, now according to this KTVQ report, says be banned from school classrooms and libraries. Uh, so uh, anyway, but the, the panel included three board members, Jennifer Hoffman, Andrea Nimitz and Brooke Wagner. Andrea Nimitz and Brooke Wagner, a couple of great school board members that were recently elected here. And so anyway, this panel is recommending that they remove the book assassination classroom from the school library bookshelves you remember there's some other crazy books uh that for some reason uh are on the uh, school library bookshelves as well uh so anyway uh, that's the latest there this panel is looking to uh to get that book this book how many of you went to our website and looked at the actual photographs so brooke wagner sent us photographs from the book she went and looked at the book herself you know so she you know knew exactly what what was being talked about here and there's 
There's photos uh, showing, you know, the killing of teachers and shooting up schools and shooting classrooms. And then there's a, a very explicit uh, photo where there's a, a cartoon imagery of a young lady wearing a, a sexy negligee uh, sprawled over some big fat guy and then pointing a gun at him. And so uh, so anyway, it's. And, and this is in the school libraries, a book about assassinating teachers. I haven't heard the teachers union say anything, though. So I, I guess they're OK with uh, with, uh, you know, books promoting uh, assassinations in the classroom being on the school library bookshelves. As long as it's woke, they want it, apparently, is the uh, the teachers union's message these days. The same teachers union that failed to stand up for their teachers who overwhelmingly voted against school mask mandates as, as well. But, uh, yeah, it's just crazy to me. You know, here you had this this text message warning of a threat to schools go out last night. Now they determined that it's a hoax. And so obviously school safety is a, is a very big concern. It's, it's, it's concern enough to where they would send out messages letting people know that there was this hoax out there. School safety is and should be a top priority and, and a big concern. And yet yet you continue to have these these woke left wing school employees putting these types of materials on the school library bookshelves. You've got the liberal left that that has tried to ban To Kill a Mockingbird, but they're totally cool with Assassination Classroom or the, the Lesbiana's Guide to Catholic Schools being on public school uh, bookshelves. Yeah, then they can attack the, the, you know, the private schools while they're at it, too. So it's kind of a twofer for them there. You know, it's just crazy. But here's this panel at least recommending some common sense here. But here's my question. You know, the, the liberal leftists are commenting on this KTVQ story, and they're saying, well, shouldn't we just trust these librarians to do the right thing? Yeah, we should. Shouldn't we be able to trust them to do the right thing? Yeah, we should. But, you know, that old uh, Ronald Reagan quote, trust but verify. Here's my question is like, OK, we got to take all this time to review all these books now. After a while, don't you finally say, why are these employees still employed why aren't they being fired obviously they can't be trusted to make the right decision because they we keep seeing nonsensical thing after nonsensical thing after nonsensical obviously they are so intent on pushing their radical left-wing agenda not just on you and me but on school kids in our public schools so why do we keep reviewing this stuff why don't we just terminate their job